Hey everyone, welcome to Hashtag Real Life. Abby and Danielle here. At Hashtag Real Life, we want to bring the essence of conversations back into our day-to-day lives. We want to tell the stories of the people around us with no topic off the table. Our hope is to create a safe space for ourselves, guests, and our listeners, all while bringing our authentic selves to create rambling but beautiful content. Now, let's talk about some stuff. We're back. We're back. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> yes, yes. We're back. Hashtag real life. And this is Abby. And this is Danielle. And back. I'm officially in Iowan again. Yes, we have a location update. <laughs> we do. The last we've been, we have gone dark the last couple weeks. Uh, and I am now, yes, an Iowan. It has been a hectic few weeks. Our house, I just gave Danielle a tour. It is still in boxes, but we are making it through. So officially homeowners, that is wild. I mean, after how many years on my vision board, it became a became a reality. Yes, yes. I mean, one step at a time. You got there. This is good. And I mean, the organization process takes a little bit, so it's okay. It'll yeah. Be okay. And anyone who is still intimidated by the home owning purchasing like all of that uh I can't help you because D did most of the work so <laughs> I'm still kind of in the dark <laughs> but I feel like I feel like it's 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 exciting to be like if Abby can do it you can do it <laughs> yes. if Abby can do it you can do it right. that is a quote mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes <laughs> Well, and this is completely random too, but as Danielle was like moving her hands when she was talking, your nails are beautiful. I need to get hey, my done. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, it is one thing yeah, that I need. human. It is one thing that I know that I need to make sure I upkeep um, just because I love getting my nails done. And I know like there's so many people that do them at home and everything. And I'm totally all for that life. And I am sometimes, but Sometimes just going to the salon to just get your nails done is like it, good. It makes you feel put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And this is coming from someone who has very short nails right now. So mm-hmm. uh that are not done. So need to get back into that. Yes. And my my nail salon that I go to, the people are so nice. I, I literally have been going to that same nail salon, I think, for like nine or ten years. I mean, I'm committed. So- they I know you by name. Yeah, they do. They do. And also, you know, when you find a good place, you just keep going. <laughs> like you, you, I, I become a loyal fan of the places that I frequent. <laughs> it, it's good to have those, those places, right? Like, like Cheers said, where everybody knows your name. Mm-hmm. Got it. You got to have the staples. Sometimes you got to go. Exactly. You have to have the staples. <laughs> Do you have any other places that you go that are similar to that where you like walk in and people know you? Um, well, I mean, I don't think people fully, I think they sort of know my name, but sort of not at Tango Sur because I go there like all mm-hmm. the time. Um, also, I've been going there for like 10 or 11 years. Um, you're lo- you are loyal. Yeah, I am. I, I, like I said, I find a place and I'm like, I gotta go. Um, Supporting local businesses. So important. I would say those are, those are the two places for sure. Um, I can't think, I mean, there was a burrito place off of Addison that I used to go to all the time too. Um, And 
literally I used to go there like constantly. Um, I haven't been there in a little bit, but I would go there for probably like a good five or six years, like straight too. Um, yeah, it's like right by the train I mean, it's, station. Great it, burritos. It's great <laughs> customer service, right? Like mm-hmm. when I taught yoga, that was something that they encourage you to do is like remember your students' names if they come frequent because it just makes you feel so welcome. Like again, now that I'm in a new space, like yes, I know Des Moines, but Des Moines has grown and expanded, and there's so many new places now that I've never been or experienced. So, uh, like today, we went to like a small uh, like local ice cream, like creamery that I've never been to, mm-hmm. uh, black cat ice cream. And it was so delicious. And Eli just wanted vanilla, even though there was, you know, chocolate or they had, of course, all the like crazy flavors and the dude, of course, it was my first time, didn't know my name, mm-hmm. but the guy working at front, he's like, let me go back and see if we have some vanilla on the back. And they did. Aww. I was like, I'm just for that. I mean, the ice yep. cream was fucking fantastic. But the fact that like they went above and beyond, right? Like, and knowing your names is also an example of that. And the reason I was telling that story is because at my chiropractor in Minnesota, the front admin, like, yeah, I was going there for like four or five years and she'd be like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, and talk with me. And I loved it. And then when she got a different job, the new front desk admin could have cared less who I was and it made the experience awful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, speaking from a person that worked in customer service, like half my life, I mean, it's, it's yep. crucial. It's it crucial. literally is. And also the thing is when you remember people's names or when you talk to them, it makes your day go by a lot faster as opposed to just like mm-hmm. zooming by with everybody. Um, I yep. remember that being probably the the silliest switches from when I went from Express to like my job after that, because it was just such a different like change of pace. And so mm-hmm. the time that I had to take and like be with customers for like long periods of time to really truly get to know, you know, like Susie and Bob's like, house you know their their son that lives in Connecticut that's over here you know like all those things it's like all these other connections it I mean but it I mean from a sales perspective it definitely makes or breaks a lot of things I mean businesses can make a lot more money when they're like more personable and Mm -hmm. then also it just makes world go round in like such a better place and I do think we've mentioned this before but I will say it again when you go to a store now or are grocery shopping, are you the one who's smiling like, hi, sir, how are you? Or like, you know, saying hello to people because I am. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I don't work here. People probably think I am a silly person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I say I say things to people all the time. I mean, when people are walking around on their phone looking for things and they're saying out loud, oh, like, I don't know where such and such is. And I'm like, oh, it's over there, like on this corner or something. Or Here, let me take that, take you to it. <laughs> and my biggest pet peeve too is cashiers. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you may have worked a really long shift. Yes, I know. I have also worked retail and have been a cashier and have been screamed at and have been treated greatly and terribly. But man, if you are checking out my groceries or doing whatever, and you don't look up, you don't smile, you don't say hi. It is. It's just like, oh, like I feel like I do. I feel bad for that person. Cause like, it just makes the job that much worse. Like we're like putting on a smile and being like, Hey, how are you? Like, and getting through your day. Like 
that is a time where you do have to fake it till you make it. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I find myself sometimes being like, hi, how's your day going? And I'm like, yes. I know oh, well, it's not my role, I, but. but here's the thing. It goes both ways in that situation too, yeah. because it, it truly is a ripple effect because the reason why people are usually like that and their heads down and they don't really care is because then they probably had a lot of interactions with people that aren't like you and aren't like me that aren't right. asking them how their day is or aren't caring, you know, or are giving them a hard time because they think that they're better than them or something like that. So then it becomes that ripple effects and they're kind of like, well, no one really gives a shit that I'm, you know, bagging their groceries. Like, why do I care? You know, when yeah. like, I've definitely had those experiences where I've said like, oh, hey, like, how's everything going for you? And people have looked at me up at me and been like, oh my gosh, thanks for asking, you know, or, yeah. or they've had those moments and they're just like, oh, I don't know. It has been kind of busy today. You know, just all yeah. those different things. People treat people in any service industry, customer service, food industry, like treat anyone kindly and respect because yeah, that goes a long freaking way. I hate people who just act entitled around those situations. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, what is that proving? Like, mm-hmm. well, and I always think just the same as I think that everyone should do therapy as like an entry yearly checkup thing, you know, like we have like so many months to like get our therapy appointment in. Like, I think that's numero uno. And then numero Numero two is that I think like in a five-year time span, like people, everyone should have to work in some sort of customer service industry for at least like a week just something you know they have to moonlight somewhere they have to do something for like yeah do all shifts yeah Yeah. like everyone I don't know it sounds really weird because it probably sounds like a strange like I don't know like it should be compassion training yeah or like like some just somehow like we have like pennants that we have to I mean that sounds like a weird world but you know what I mean like something where it's like it's you have it's like when you get your social security number like these are the things that you have to do throughout your life at one point in time to just like really like, truly like be a better uh, human in society god <laughs> yeah can you imagine just if those two things happened if you had to do a yearly checkup for a therapist at some point throughout mm-hmm. the year as your thing hopefully you and know, had to recertify your compassion training just like you do for like CPR if you Correct. are in the healthcare field or any other or when you renew your driver's license right <laughs> right I gotta do my week of whatever you know and you can spread it out maybe it's not a week maybe we'll give like three days I don't know it's something shorter but still can you imagine the length like how much better a lot of things uh, would be in this world <laughs> I, I'm calling it now Danielle Hill 2024 dude i'm gonna get into that i'm gonna get into that oval office at some point i don't think you're old enough you're not old enough we need to wait a few years yes i'm gonna get to that oval office at some point and be like clean house this is just the orders that i feel need to happen to like this could be a series executive orders yes these are just my executive orders this is danielle Anne hill newscasting telling you that this is what you need to do because it would just I swear to you I mean it's not going to change the world like I'm not creating world peace or anything but this would just give a lot of good it could it literally could and it could be so easy to implement you know like 
-hmm. Like you said, everyone has to go get a driver's license at some point. I mean, or a lot of people don't, they go get a license. I mean, people have a social security number. There's all these different checkpoints that we have to do as U.S. citizens, as people in the world, like as a whole. We would just, people would be a lot better. I, I'm, I'm yeah. again, it's another one of those that I'm dying on this hill for. <laughs> yeah, you, we need to make a list of the things you're dying on the hill for. I mean, I've, I've thought about them. <laughs> make a tenant book of Danielle Hill. Yes, these are my demands. Danielle, things to live by. <laughs> things to live by, for real. Everyone should have one of those. Like, what do you feel like you should live by, you know, like, what are some things that you you'd want to put out in the world to make it a better place? Like, I don't know. Everyone, like, it's your manifesto. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh, that just probably needed to come out of us for some reason. Like mm-hmm. that that just needed to be said. And so whoever is listening, maybe it's being said for a purpose and someone's hearing it and it's one small like pebble change in the way of the world. I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe we are inspiring the next president. Yeah. I mean, maybe someone who's in city council right now or something or in some sort of mm-hmm. way might have heard this or something. And then, hey, remember, remember, you heard it here first. Heard it here first. Voiced. Voiced. First, first. <laughs> it's okay if you don't credit me. It's fine. You can just make the world a better place one step at a time. It's fine. <laughs> that's, not, that's all the credit you need. Yes. Yes. I'll be like, oh. I have to go to therapy for my, my checkup. I have to do my compassion training. Okay. That sounds great. Any Huma, we were not gathered here for this, for this topic, oh, but it, yeah. How did we get here? We don't know sometimes. And those are the best rambles. We love yes. it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you do too. Listener. Well, to tie it, we just want to make the world a better place overall. So mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. other way to make the world a better place is by reflecting on your own mm-hmm. self and your own ways that you show up in the world. So, so Abby and I were chatting about our own ways of showing up in social groups, social mm-hmm. settings, you know, all of that. And we talked about the the word chameleon, you know, we, we brought that up. Yes. Yes. And I mean, for, I guess, I don't know if we have to give it a description of what we think a chameleon is, but I mean, I think, mm-hmm. I think it kind of speaks for itself in the sense that like when you're a chameleon, you tend to shape shift into, you know, your thoughts and opinions tend to get lost in the sauce of others, you know, mm-hmm. because you can, you can mask and do different things within different groups of people and it's just you know a lot easier for you to get along move to get along all the things and we were just talking about our own thoughts and feelings about that and how we that has shown up for the both of us in different ways yeah I I mean where to start right like it's so overarching I started saying that like you do you know that like yeah. in, in certain situations pretty funny and I think of you every time that word comes up which is often surprisingly right. any right. I love it any okay any but one word any huma yeah that word thrown thrown before loop yeah I get it I get it there's a lot of okay. weird Danielle isms that I have sometimes and any huma is a little it's a little out there I get it so in addition to your tenants to live by Daniel isms will be like the subset, like volume two. Okay. Yes. Anyways. Yes. 
Like Danielle and I were talking about how we have felt like chameleons in our lifetime because not only are we friends or interact with a wide variety of peoples, we also feel like we are very adaptable and can like fit whether it be our actions, our, you know, our, I mean, I guess I'll speak for me personally, kind of match like almost my personality to the room or matching my own energy to who's around me. And while that can be a really great trait to have, it can also be very detrimental to then, you know, not really knowing who am I actually internally, like take away every external thing how would I authentically show up? And I think that has been a major growth or a major theme of unlearning I've had to do in my adult life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you definitely nailed it on the head in the sense of just how it is a good thing in certain ways. It definitely is. I mean, that I think that's why we are able to chat with so many people. That's why we're able to be in different settings. That's why, you know, things have maybe come easier in different situations, you know, mm-hmm. um, because of that reason. And I definitely think, um, like for me, I mean, obviously I think a lot, I've, you know, I've gotten a lot of slack over the years in different ways of just like having, you know, a lot of people in my life and having a lot of different friends and like all those different things. And I mean, I've definitely had to also like Abby, like do different unlearnings of kind of like, okay, so what am I talking about with these, these groups of people or what is happening over here? How are, or am I the same person in every single situation? And Mm -hmm. I think like, I've definitely like have done such a good job on, of that as as of like my latter years of life, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely, it's, it's easy to like play a role in everyone's life, you know, and in certain ways, but then thinking to yourself, like, okay, well, what role do you play within your own life? You know, like, are you showing up as the role of Abby or are you showing up as the role of Danielle or are you showing up as the role of like what that person wants you to be and like what those other people see you as and like, what is that? And that also sometimes it's like, you know, can be very challenging and can definitely have its moments, you know? Yeah. I feel like I am a serial people pleaser, right? (laughs) Like, and that is kind of where that all stems from. It's like, okay, like making sure other people's needs, wants, uh, values are taken care of like before my own. And again, being the big unlearning part of my journey is allowing my own needs to also take the front seat. And that feels so foreign. Uh, and it's kind of ironic that a lot of the clients that I work with also struggle with that. Like, the people pleasing or like, yep, I'll just make myself smaller. So no one notices I'm here. Um, not only physically, but maybe emotionally, uh, mentally, all, all of the above. And it is really, it feels very scary to maybe put a rift or a ripple, like that fear of that ripple effect of, well, if I do ask for what I want and people aren't used to that, how are people going to respond? And mm-hmm. sometimes the, the reason it's scary is because the exact thing you fear it's going to happen. People are going to be a little like uh, jostled uh, or react or respond the way you don't want, <laughs> which is bringing attention on you uh, can happen. So it 
yeah, it has been interesting. And I think what's hard is it's one of the traits, my flexibility or go with the flow is something that I praise me for. And so it is really hard to find, okay, where do I do that versus when do I stay firm? And it's a constant uh, challenge in my life. Mm -hmm. I call it like the Danielle business. when it happens like that's the moment when I'm like okay I'm giving them the Danielle business or like I'm giving Mm -hmm. it like I literally have to like tell myself like okay Danielle this is the moment when you're like standing firm and like your convictions or this is the moment when like and I mean obviously as you all know and as Abby knows like I'm a very opinionated person about a lot of Mm -hmm. things but I also am a person who's kind of like okay like well, I'll just like keep it chill for a little bit, but then I get to a point where I'm like, okay, the Danielle business is coming out. Like I can't, you know? And I think like, that's when, when I like come back to myself, you know, when I come back to my own thoughts of like, okay, Danielle, like this, this really does bother you or this really is a thing. And these really are like actual things that are going on in your life, you know, or or going around and the people around you. Um, And that has been, you know, I think that, I've like went through as time has went on. I call myself like a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> right? Like how we had uh past guests talk about recovering perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of similar. Earlier, I was really hoping you were gonna say that when you talk to yourself, you're like, Danielle, this is the business. Like I really wanted that to be the phrase. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I I mean I definitely have moments, I don't say it exactly like that, but I definitely have moments <laughs> where I'm like, okay, Danielle, like kind of the same as like I've told you, like when I need to like focus and I'm just like, Danielle, focus. Like I tell myself that where I'll be like, Okay, Danielle, you need to just like you need to just do it. You need to just do the thing or you need to like, you need to just hold firm in this, you know, it's like my way of being like, get it together. <laughs> like, you know, it's your pause. Know. It's your deep breath. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting too, that you bring up the thing with you seeing it within your clients as well, because, you know, everything that we go through is also a mirror of certain mm-hmm. things as well. So, I mean, I also deal with the same things with my clients in different ways of like, you know, a lot of my conversations with showing up in social media is like telling, you know, getting people out of their comfort zone or like getting people to like show up and like actually have their value. And like, those are things that I also have to tell myself regularly. <laughs> like So yeah, you know, everything is just, it's, everything is a teaching lesson all yep. around you at all times. <laughs> and as I say, and I don't know who quoted this initially, but you teach most you teach what you most need to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, that's also what, um, from again, the social media perspective of things like when you're, when you're a business owner, or when you're getting on social media or anything, you're basically telling essentially like you should get on and be saying what you would say to your younger self or telling your younger you what you needed to hear or what you need to hear now or a past version of yourself that needed to hear whatever you have to say. And because obviously you need to heal yourself, but then there's probably also someone out there that probably needs to hear that is in that same spot that you were in now. Yeah. Which is is awesome. And when you, I mean, it is a growth piece too, when you can see yourself and other people, but then also if you see someone who maybe isn't as far along in like a self-reflective journey or um, you're noticing, oh yeah, I'm seeing themes 
in other people that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember when I also mm-hmm. uh, was stuck maybe in that cycle. Like you see that more too, which is oh, in one breath annoying, <laughs> but also you can't unsee it, right? And that's right. everyone's growth journeys are so, there's such different timelines and you can't force someone to be where you're at. And mm-hmm. there are going to be people who are maybe farther along or more reflective than you are right now too. So it, it's a, it's a hard thing. Like I feel, and maybe Danielle, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you and I are kind of in a similar area where we're able to kind of reflect and also talk about things that we're struggling with at the moment. But I feel like we're able to have conversations, whereas we know we have people in our lives. We try to have these kind of mental health conversations and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. 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 Well, and yeah, I mean, you bring up that point because there's so many moments where I'll see different things in a day to day with like people I regularly interact with. And it it does, you have those moments and you're kind of like, Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Like I, (laughs) I get, I get it, you know, but then you have those moments where you're kind of like, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I hope I want you to get to this other side of this. Cause this is like, this this is the stuff moment. This sucks. You know, like I get it. I get it. I get it. It's like the Mr. Miyagi moments. It's like life challenging you in the moment. Okay. Like you Mm -hmm. think you're so, you think you're so self-reflective and like present. How do you handle this triggering? Yes. yes. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and just the fact that, you know, our growth journeys every single day are always changing. And I mean, you could be like 10 steps forward and move 10 steps back because of something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it's, you know, it's not like a race of growth or anything, but it's, yeah, exactly. But it is interesting when you do start to have those conversations and you do talk to people and then people are saying to you like, wow, it seems like you've really reflected on that. Or it seems like you've really thought about that. And then, cause I remember having that conversation with one of our friends. I'm like, yeah, cause I have to, because I mean, like, <laughs> otherwise these things would be like haunting my brain forever. Like I have to like, I have to work through some of the stuff that, you know, has been happening or, or, you know, just all that. It it is kind of cool though. If people are, if people are knowledgeable or or well-versed in mental health or, you know, just this whole self-improvement reflection journey, because it's almost like, it's almost like being reborn. Like you might've known someone for such a long time, but now in your late twenties, thirties, you're able to have such more, uh, not mature, just deeper. more well-rounded. Mm-hmm. What, what did you say? I said deeper. Yeah. And more well-rounded. Yeah. You're ha- yeah. Able to have more deeper conversations that aren't just about, oh my gosh, who knows what the hell we were talking about in mm-hmm. our twenties. Right. Like, and I think that's cool that like, again, I have a, a friend I'll shout her out also named Abby. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> uh, we've known each other since we were in first grade. Right. Like, We've been great friends for so long and we have grown up together and we are still friends to this day. And she's also in the mental health space. And yeah, back in 1998, we were going to our first concert, 98 degrees. Oh yeah. We, but we talk about our love of Backstreet Boys, but now we're also able to talk about like social justice topics and, and things on that nature. And it's like, wow, it's so cool to like grow alongside mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. Um, and to see that growth and yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, this whole journey just feels like you like wake up and are like, the veil is lifted, like things feel mm-hmm. different. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's a blessing and a curse. Oh, yes. Well, it's kind of, I think, 
maybe I said this on the other episode, the other, or I don't even know if I've said this, but <laughs> we don't know what week it is. I don't even anymore. know, but, but it's kind of, I also think about it too, where I've said, um, like for me, you know, actually like running a business and everything is also another huge self-improvement journey in that sense, because you really have to reflect on how you show up for yourself because if you're your own boss, like that's the, the bad thing is your own boss. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the good thing is your boss, the bad thing is your, so you truly have to dissect and think about why you're doing things, why you're not doing things. Like what is that, what's coming up for you? Why are you not moving forward? Why are you not doing all those things? And so you're, you're truly like unpacking and on all taking out all the layers all over again. And it goes back exactly to your point. It's kind of, you know, I might've thought a completely different way, like four years ago or something about starting a business or thinking of all these things. But now I've had to like, look more, I've had to dissect more about my life and my choices or my thoughts. And I've had to like challenge a lot of my thoughts about a lot of things or just truly unpack and unlearn so much about like what, what we did or didn't do or for sure well like the last what seven years I mean I'm literally living out like a oh replanting where I grew up and like how things have changed and how I'm going to show up in this in in Iowa right like I was a completely different person at 26 27 well 26 yeah when I left uh Iowa moved to Minnesota, did a shit ton of self-growth and reflection and learning and coming into my own. Right. And that just happens right in your late twenties or thirties. And now 32 going on 33 back in Iowa. And it's like, Ooh, like (laughs) it took me out of my, it took me out of my comfort zone. And now I'm thrown back in, but it's kind of a re a reprocessing in a way. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I didn't it is, it until it's just like now. You're, yeah. You're like, oh my gosh. It's oh, like, it's full like, circle. Oh my god. Like, you're like, wait a second. I'm teleported here and now I'm here. Like what do I do? Literally, literally what I felt as I was like mid talking. I'm like, oh my God, this is this maybe was destined to happen, right? That it's like mm-hmm. okay. Now show me what life is like, show me what you got, Abby. Right. Right. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of things where I even think, I mean, obviously before this, you know, we were talking about like different, you know, things in the college years and all those different things. It's like, I just think about so many situations where, and I mean, we've talked about in different ways where like, I know that there's a lot of points in my life that I was just kind of like sleepwalking through it. Like I wholeheartedly can a hundred percent say that, or like disassociation parts of it, you know, even though like I might've been like present, but I like, wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, I know, like I can, I know that. So it is also interesting to look back and think about those type of things and to think about how now is like, okay, I'm actually like present in moment here, <laughs> you know, like now full, full circle here is like, okay, so now what, what happens with that? You know, like what, it, what is that? And like, wow, the world, you know, level like, unlocked. Yeah, exactly. Like moving up, like, <laughs> But it's just, but I think that's also good to note too, in different ways as well, because I think like sometimes we, we are very quick to be like, okay, well that was wild over here. So that's just over here. This is my new life. Like this is how things are, you know, but I think it's good to, like we said, like doing that reflection and also having that moment of unpacking that and being like, okay, this is like really what 
what was going on with me back then, or this is what was really happening in these moments. And like, that's kind of why I'm here now, you know, <laughs> like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm very interested to see what the second part of my thirties. I mean, I'm only what going to be 33, but yeah. uh, the <laughs> so last two thirds, <laughs> my last two thirds of my thirties, mm-hmm. what it has in store. Cause yeah, I, you know, thinking back, like, yeah, if there are things that I would approach or do differently. And for sure, there are things that's like, okay, yeah, with more knowledge, but again, knowledge comes with time. You don't know what you know until you know it. Right. So can't really be at fault a hundred percent, but like, so it's just the bumpy, the bumpy road of life. You only had so many tools in your toolbox, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I've said this on the podcast too, but oh, well, uh, I saw a really funny meme about how humans are like the most, yeah, they're the most like infant, infantilized infantilized is that the word like species like most mammals like are born and within like a couple minutes or days or weeks are like oh fully you know thrown out into the pack they're doing all things whereas like humans take 18 years to like leave the nest quote unquote Mm -hmm. and so I kind of laugh at that it's because it's so true because even at 18 still not ready to go out hunting with the pack of lions <laughs> no no I mean I was a youngin I mean just the fact that my birthday was in May I mean obviously yours is in August but like just the fact that my birthday was in May like I was still like a young a young yeah. a young lady like back then and so I don't know it's it is just it is kind of funny to think about that too because um I was I can't remember if I was talking to about this but it is so bizarre that we do, maybe it was also actually, I feel like we might've talked about this too, when we were on the podcast with Indy, but we were talking about right away, you know, when you're 18 and like you go to college and like all those different things and just thinking of how <laughs> like people aren't ready, you know, <laughs> like oh. some people are just truly, truly not ready. Like that just isn't the time. Like that is just like putting people in financial ruins. Like there's, there's just a lot of stuff that happens at 18 <laughs> and yep and for me I started at 17 college mm-hmm. so that's because yeah I was like a year younger than some of the kids in my class mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't know I don't know what made me think of that but I was just thinking just well, about yeah it it does go back to well no wonder so many people and may I'm making this statistic up but like why so many people are chameleons right because you're like you know we're collective society. We try to fit in like that's, you know, biologically how we like stay within a pack and Mm -hmm. uh, provide safety and security is by assimilating with who's around us. Mm -hmm. And we are just hardwired to do that. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it, it makes sense. And, and yet it's, it's, like that's not even really a coping skill. Like it is a function that, you know, just as anything, if used too often or, you know, it's the scales imbalanced is going to cause issues. Right. Right. Well, and I mean, 
you know, all that chameleon stuff too also comes back to a lot of stuff with people's childhoods and all those different things as well. So, I mean, it really is just, there's, you know, like I always say, there's just so many layers to it. You know what I mean? Like they're just, it's not as, it's not as black and white as like, oh, you're just a chameleon and that's just what you do. You know what I mean? It's, there's like so many, there's so much more to unpack with it. You know what I mean? There's always an origin story. Yes, there is always an origin <laughs> story. There definitely is. <laughs> I feel like that was also a Danielleism at some yes, point. Yes, yes, it <laughs> was. It was. There is. There. I mean, there truly is. But I mean, you and I mean, you had shared like the thing um, about Eli. I mean, you can share it if you want. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you know, I've come to realize that. In this life, Eli, I think, is going to be a huge teacher for me in my own growth because just watching him and his, you know, neurodivergence and how he shows up in the world just is the same no matter what setting or situation it is, right? He's always doing his goofy little, you know, repetitive things or saying things that maybe other people might not understand or just how he shows up and it, it, he's just Eli. Right. And I was watching him play the other day, just like off in his own little world and other kids were around and like some were interacting and then others weren't, or he wouldn't realize when someone would want to play. Anyway, I was just watching from afar and thought to myself, like on one hand, it is wonderful that he just is himself. Like he doesn't even realize that he is showing up authentically because a lot of people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a reminder of, I, yeah, you don't have to always fit in. Right. Like my mom said, dare to be different. Right. Again, still learning how to do it. So one hand, I'm so proud that he is himself and doesn't take shit from anybody, to be honest, at seven years old. But then on the other hand, it also makes me terrified to know what does that mean as, you know, a parent, because, you know, kids can be cruel and kids can be mean. And if, you know, it also could be, that could also be my anxious, worried self coming up because Eli could probably care less (laughs) what people think about him. And yet here I am like, oh my gosh, like I want to make sure he has friends as and he, I mean, he is, he's an enjoyable boy has, he does have friends already. He's made friends in the week right. we've been here, but I, again, that's also just a parent thing. It's like, I can't be in hundred percent control right. mm-hmm. of, of his life and his interactions. And he's gonna make decisions that maybe I wouldn't, and that can be for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna run into people that don't like him you know and like and he's gonna run into people that he doesn't like you know and all those different things too and like that's okay and it's kind of like just the same as us you know like we're gonna have interactions with people that we don't like and like there's gonna be Mm -hmm. people that don't like us and that's okay you know (laughs) well and and perfect example is by the end of the this last year there was a boy in his class every day and I won't say his name right but every day Eli would come home and be like I am frustrated. So insulted. Right. And he just would like, he would let me know that that day was not a good day because so-and-so did or said something. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, man, in my own like childhood wounds, I'd be like, oh my gosh, why doesn't this person like me? Like, 
uh, you know, wanting to get to the bottom of it. Whereas Eli was like, F that, like, <laughs> he doesn't like me, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, it's just so freaking awesome. Right. Like, yeah. And yeah, but that's also going to be, I mean, he's learning too that, yeah, there are going to be people like in his mind, it's not like, oh, why doesn't he like me? It's just like, right. It's, it's not an internal thing. It's like, not, he's just like not comprehending. Like, why aren't people nice? Like, cause people are kind of like, you treat people this way. It's like, it's a factual thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of not comprehending. of like, why is this person acting this way? Like, I have no idea. Whereas I internally was like, oh my gosh, why don't they like me? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Eli was just like, well, that's strange. This kid's acting way different than I would. <laughs> yeah. And like, I feel like so for me, like I have different moments when I'm like, oh yeah, I know that person hates me. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, I know it. Like, like <sighs> just like, oh, I know I pissed that person off. Like, I know, I know I'm like yeah. that person mad. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Right? Not everyone is going to like you. And that is, again, uh, a lesson I have come, I've gotten much better at. And, and um, hell, this is bringing us full circle, right? Like, yes, the both and can be true. Like, not everyone's going to like you. And when you do have, you know, some autonomy in a situation, like it is usually just better to be neutral or kind in a situation, right? Like, yeah, like if the cashier is being mean or anyone that you're interacting with, or if you're a server and the customer is being rude, like more than likely has nothing to do with you. There's something else going on, right? And that's, that's a very, mm, I, I, yeah. I need to have a source with me so I can use different words, but it is a very mature way to approach life. And it's hard, right? <laughs> hard yeah. to see that in every situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, that is a large portion of a lot of miscommunication issues and a large portion of arguments and just all that, because we take everything so personally, you know, like we think it's always coming at us because again, we're very, we're very selfish we're a very selfish being, you know what I mean? We think about ourselves, we talk about ourselves, we're, we're, you know, we're thinking about who hates us, who doesn't, why this person did that, all the things, like, human beings are selfish. (laughs) You can stand in your power, right? All these things can be true. You can stand in your power, be assertive, you can be kind, but Mm -hmm. nice isn't always kind, kind isn't always nice, right? Like, how those things can be interchanged too, and, and at the end of the day, like, you can be kind to someone, someone might not receive that. And you can also be like, oh, that has nothing to do with me. I'm going to move past it versus like becoming bitter and going after it. Right. Like, so yeah, somehow Danielle, we did tie it all together. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do my little circle hand motion, (laughs) like a mix of jazz hands and a mime. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We brought it back. We brought it back. We brought it back full circle. We brought it back. I mean, overall, we just have to be kind in the world. <laughs> have to be kind. Set our Instagram and not always personal. kind. Not always kind chameleons. Yes. But there's time, place for all. And don't get mad at your friends who are chameleons. They're working through it. We're working. <laughs> I just have to point it out there that we're working on it. <laughs> that is that's good. That's good. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know, 
PSA the- for all those people out there. PSA. Daniel has your back. PSA. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Oh my gosh. Where, what is the origin of that word? Um, you know, I really got to think about that. I really got to think about that. It is really funny because have you ever seen those videos are, I don't know. I don't know if they're TikToks or I think they're Instagram. Who knows? There's who knows at this point you take in so much content. Yes. It's all jumbled together, I'm sure. There's a video somewhere that's essentially has someone talking about different things that people say all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're like the weird things that people say. Like, you know, we've talked about the Midwest, like the oh, you know, like that type of oh. stuff. Like those type of things, or people being like dum de dum, or like just different like sounds and things like that. I could literally watch that video whatever wherever the video is over and over again because I do almost all of those things (laughs) like I just audibly make noises and say different things and say different words I don't know and I just make up my own vocabulary (laughs) I love it and it goes along with this topic but usually when I first like what if it started just job or meet people like I'm usually yeah like I feel out the energy and once I get close to someone or feel comfortable in a situation that's when I let my like goofy side out and yeah that'll be when I'm doing like ooh, ah, but, ah, yes yeah. yes like you know the sound effects or the dancing or the singing or just being obnoxious as hell mm-hmm. um but I won't do that on my first meeting of someone I'll be very like straight laced almost uh <laughs> Yes, you you are definitely, I would say, yeah, that's definitely you to a T. <laughs> like, Gotta make a good first impression. Right. It's like, it's so funny. It's like, all right, Abby's getting there. She's getting there. <laughs> yep. And what's, what's awkward is as I get older, I notice it. I'm like, man, I'm acting awkward in this situation. And then I am like thinking about me being awkward I'm like oh god and then I'm like I can't make eye contact with people like oh my gosh I'm like I just notice in the moment that I'm being awkward and I'm like oh and then you become more awkward yes all the way I the times when I have awkward moments it's usually like I feel like they're like body movement awkward. Like I'll like oh. I'm I'm walking past people. I'm like oh oh, oh, that, oh what oh, am I doing oh, right now? Like, <laughs> just like doing like, like a McDonald's sign with my hands. What the hell? I just like I won't be like vocally being awkward, but I'll be I'll be doing weird things like with my body. Like I'll just be like you do funny facials too. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. where I'm, and I'm just like hiding oh, oh. in different spots, and I'm just like oh oh that was uncomfortable. Oh like I don't know. <laughs> This is weird. Like, I don't have very good body regulation is what I'm getting at. <laughs> like, We're like two ends of the spectrum, whereas I'm like, I'm like stuck. I don't know what to do until right. I feel comfortable. It's like, like and I just awkward. turn into like a weird noodle that's like, <laughs> Danielle got to put sentences together and she's waving her arms all around. Like, what the hell is this girl doing? <laughs> Oh my gosh. But no, I, I think that is very endearing to hear that. Any whoms, whoms mm-hmm. us? Any whoma? Whoma. Any whoma. Like, like puma, but whoma. Yeah. <laughs> my grandpa used to go, anyways, 
And that was like the cue that he wanted to change the subject or oh, he was yeah. bored with the conversation. Anyways. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people do that. It's like, it's, or um, yeah, the, what do you want to talk about now? That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to talk about now? <laughs> it's like, so, um, I do that. Sometimes. We are all awkward turtles. And yes. Awkward turtles. Sea of life. Awkward palm trees. Like, <laughs> That's kind of what I was doing earlier. Just... Yes, you were. You were. Oh, man. Awkward well, palm tree. It's fun. Um, do we have an Instagram versus... Have you done that one in a while? Do you remember that one? No, I've never done that. What? Oh, man. Oh. Abby, I We're going to have like... to take a visual for yes. everyone to know. I know awkward turtle. Yes. Awkward palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's kind of fun. Yes, right? I'm feeling all slumpy. Um. Anyway, so, um, I don't know what I was gonna say. Do we have uh, an Instagram answer? versus reality? Well, we can do a different one, but definitely like the chameleon for sure is just that whole topic. Yes, a perfect example, right? Of, mm-hmm. I mean, it is one thing and is multiple things on the other side, right? Um, but honestly, the first thing that came to mind just in recent is, you know movers are great and love it and in my mind in my mind's eye I saw all right I have movers everything is going to just be easy peasy lemon squeezy and for the most part it was but it didn't like moving is still stressful right Mm -hmm. like nothing is taking that away moving Mm -hmm. is stressful like just because you have movers who are doing the heavy lifting you still also have to like move your body to a different place and it's just frustrating yes it it takes pressure off of minimal things but the bigger things are still there basically and it's just okay it's great but now we're also in the like we labeled everything but now it's oh i need this well where is that box i don't know because the movers put our boxes in a bunch of boxes so like big boxes so now I'm like I I don't know where half my stuff is (laughs) Mm, that's rough yo that's rough (laughs) so yeah it's and again first world problems I get it very (laughs) grateful that we had movers because if I would have had to have actually physically moved things I think I I, would have just thrown it all away I feel like you'd still be in Minnesota (laughs) yeah oh mm -hmm. for real (laughs) <laughs> one box at a time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'd be awkward palm trees yes, like outside yes. the townhouse like yeah. just come take me yes yeah you would be having put me rough, in a box <laughs> you'd be having physical. a rough time with that for sure yeah but again well, we're yeah. here we're here and we're we're thriving Yes, you're there, you're healthy, you Maslow's hierarchy of needs right now, you're just in a rough patch because you do not have, dude, I use Maslow's hierarchy of needs I do. Li- multiple times throughout my life and my days when I talk oh. to people. <laughs> Food, shelter, security, uh, financial, is that on the bottom too? Um, I don't think that one's on the bottom. Okay. I think it's- Oh, oh I talk about it all the time with my clients, right? Yeah. If you're not nourishing yourself. There you go. It's really hard to do anything about that when mm-hmm. food is basic need. And then when you have an eating disorder, that just 
bricks you all up. So. Right. And when you're when your home is not in order, like you at this current moment, it's it it messes up a few things, you know? Like few things, yeah. You know, it gets a little gets a little dicey. You gotta get your home in order first. It's the base, the base of the the pyramid. <laughs> like base of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. You know, shelter and security. Yep. So on life goes onward and upward (laughs) onward and upward we're here and yeah it's kind of cool you know took a while but like I said manifested it right it's a good little first home I'm very excited a cute little south side yes you made it you made it you you know, and the podcast has been with you through it. So you, you gave them a good, you gave them the good updates all the way through. They've, they've, they've been, they've been there with you. Thank you listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, well, on that note, everyone, thank you for listening once again, as always, as always, and And stay tuned for more. Yes, we appreciate you as you know, and tag us on the socials. If you listen to the podcast, um, write us a review. Um, We love reading them. We love looking at them. We enjoy them. All of the things. Let us know what you think, you know, give us. Find us on Instagram, on Facebook, show notes, be where you can find us individually too. So Check us out if you don't already. We're also on TikTok too. Um, share share our episodes with a friend. You know, all the things. And we want to hear from you. Like, I love it when I hear my husband tell me, oh my gosh, I laughed so hard because you and Danielle were being so funny about Blink. So mm-hmm. yes, it is, it is fun. It is a good time. We we enjoy it. And I mean, if you hate the podcast, like, I mean, we don't really want you to tell us that, but we'd like love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean... Like we'll take constructive feedback. How yes, about that? Exactly. If you if you like if you don't like a take on something, we'd love to discuss it with Ooh. you. Also, if you want to be on the podcast, you can always send us a DM, an email, uh carrier pigeon, whatever have you be. So slide that slide in the DMs. Yeah, give us a slide. <laughs> give us a slide. We we don't mind the slides, you know? Like I don't know. <laughs> Mention us in your stories. That's always fun to see a little like, oh, they're talking about us. Yes. Yes. I mean, and if you have anything that you want us to share on the podcast, like if there's anything that you have coming up, like if you've, or if you're any of our past guests or anyone that wants to be on the podcast and you have something where you're like, oh my gosh, the podcast needs to hear about this. Um, let us know, send us a message, mm-hmm. you know? Cause we'd love to share that on our socials or talk about a specific topic, like in the podcast as well. So, you know, this is a community thing. We're hashtag real life, you know, real life, mm-hmm. real people. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all we got. <laughs> that That's all we got. Yep. Stay, stay <laughs> awesome. We love you. And that's all we got. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> And that's our show. Thank you so much for taking the time during your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you did to listen.
listen, but we would love to hear more from you. We'd love to hear more from you. So make sure you join us on Facebook at Real Life Podcast with Abby and Danielle and like and subscribe to our podcast. If you're not an Apple user, we are actually on Spotify as well. But on Apple, you can leave us a review. But don't forget to leave us a review on Facebook as well. 